0: If you could say like what you want your kids and your grandkids to know you for or remember you by, at the end of the day, what do you want them to remember you for? What do you yeah. want have your influence to have left a mark on? What's up, what's up incredible and loved and valued people. I am so, so grateful, I always am to have the joy of you being on the Have You Heard podcast. My name is Emma Mae McDaniel and y'all are in for a very special treat today because we are having the one and only Mary Kate Robertson on the podcast and we're going to be talking all things about being a wife, being a mom, walking with the Lord, talking with the Lord and how our walk with the Lord is in every season and I think we're going to learn a lot from Mary Kate as I have for a long time and so I'm really excited. So friends, Faith comes by hearing. Grab your headphones and let's get into the word. Mary-Kate, welcome to the podcast.
1: Emma, thank you so much for having me. I truly am really honored to be on.
0: Oh, I I feel like you probably have been told this just because it's so evident about you, but you have such a calming presence. Like just even before we started recording, the moment that you started speaking, it's just this huh like let's just take a deep breath and enjoy time with a friend so i i'm really happy that you're on and something that i love to ask people often is what made you smile today so i would love to know what is something that made you smile today hmm i think um my kids lately
1: john shepard who's three, and Ella is one. John Shepard loves to run upstairs and get Ella out of bed. Like, he can't wait for her to get up. And I think it was, he beat me up the stairs today. And so when I walked into her room, he had already climbed into her bed with her. And they're both just, like, so happy to see each other. And then look at me come in the room. And it was just really, really sweet. Definitely made me smile.
0: Oh, I love that. That's so good. I love... John Shepard and Ella are... They are so cute and they look like they're just two peas in a pod. They're like they look like they genuinely enjoy each other's company, which is so sweet. They really do. They they do. Yeah. Most so, of the time at least. Oh, that makes sense. With any siblings. Yeah. <laughs> but I I think something that's like really just plain to see is that you have a lot of different roles just being a mom and being a wife and being a friend and a sister and also you have been entrusted by the Lord with an incredible sphere of influence where you're pouring into many people and i i just wonder like in navigating all of those roles on a day-to-day basis how have you prioritized like getting alone with God and being in solitude with Him. Because I really think that we have people listening to this podcast who are in tons of different seasons of life, but I feel like that's a common question of like, it feels like life is so busy. Like, how do I find the time to prioritize the most important thing in my life whenever I may not have as much time and it doesn't feel like I have as much time as I did in the last season I was in?
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember... Um, I really struggled with that when I first had John Shepard because I was the type of person who I used to like love to wake up early um, and get into my Bible and journal and would do it for, I mean, at least 30 minutes, if not an hour, but could just kind of enjoy my um, time because I was, I had John Shepard like the year I got out of college. So when I was in college, I didn't have, like my classes weren't too early. I didn't have to be up super early so I could just kind of leisurely get up have my Bible, journal, and I remember when we had Jen Shepard, it was just like, whoa, you need me 24-7, and you're not necessarily, you're an infant, you have needs, and you're not necessarily, you know, going to let me sit here and, like, read, and um, I really struggled with that at first, and I feel like it, it finally, I just got to this point of, like, realizing, okay, I think a lot of the times I just kind of dealt with almost some guilt of, like, I'm not doing as much as I should. Like, I'm not reading as much Mm -hmm. as I used to. And it was almost like I felt guilty about it in a sense of, like, I wasn't doing, like, what God, like, wanted me to do. But it finally, somewhere along the way, hit me of, like, I'm not doing this because, like, I have to. Like, God's not disappointed in me. I Like, this actually really helps me. And, um, I think mm-hmm. it was as the longer I was a mom and then having another one, you just get stretched and stretched and stretched where you really can't just push through on your own strength anymore. Yeah. And, um, you just, I just came to a point of realizing like, man, when I wake up before my kids and I spend time in the word and I get a little quiet, it is just super encouraging for the rest of the day. And just meeting with God mm-hmm. in the beginning of the day, it just does something to your spirit that like nothing else can. Um, yeah. And nothing else can, like, get me ready for a day with my kids more than that.
0: That's so encouraging because I love what you said, too, just your honesty and feeling this guilt of, like, that God may have been disappointed in you because I know I felt that way. And I think it's, like, this pressure that we put on ourselves Mm -hmm. of almost this unset expectation that, like you are thriving in your walk with the lord if you wake up at this time in the day and your time with him looks like it looks exactly like this and you read this much and you journal this much and i think whenever we enter into different seasons where we do have little ones and our routine day to day does look different i think that like unsaid expectation kind of gets exposed and god's like hey I never put that on you. I'm just mm-hmm. jealous for you, and I just want time with you, but you have put pressures on yourself that's actually robbing mm-hmm. your joy of spending time with me. so I love that you shared that because I don't think you're alone in having felt that
1: at all. yeah, yeah, I'm so glad you said that and I love how you said about how it becomes exposed because it wasn't anything that I even you know realized I was necessarily putting on myself yeah and then yeah it's god exposes it um yeah i love that
0: i love how you talked about like just navigating through your day and just in being a mom how you get stretched and stretched and there comes a point where you can't just push through it like have you noticed your dependency upon the lord and your awareness of how much you really need him and your appreciation for how he really does carry you have you seen that grow through being a mom and how have you seen that
1: yeah yeah totally i was actually thinking about that um i was going over some of the um kind of questions you had sent me earlier Aww. and you had um like dating marriage and then first baby second baby and i was looking at them and To me, dating feels like forever ago. I can hardly even, and we dated for such a short time, I can barely even remember that season. But looking back, I realized like a pattern in that of like every stage is just refines you more and more.
0: Mm -hmm. Like,
1: I feel like even when you just start dating someone, like, no, you're not married yet, but there is some level of commitment to dating. And then you get married, there's definitely commitment there. Um, where you're just having to think about another person, and then you throw in, like, your first baby, and they just, even more so than, like, marriage, that's someone who literally needs you 24-7, and they're like, that's yeah. very refining, and I feel like every season I was looking, I was like, God just kind of bumps up the refinement, like, a little more <laughs> and a little more, um, and I just feel like, for me, it finally, I didn't even realize how much I was just I feel like depending on myself and not not welcoming God in as much as I could have, um, mm-hmm. until I finally feel like I got to this place of like, I literally cannot do this every day, you know, and and I just yeah. need the Spirit of God within me. I mean, yes, I can trudge along and like do task to task, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna, you know, have the fruits of the spirit coming out of me and sustaining me, you know, if I'm trying to do it on my own rather than welcome God into the picture. And even going back to like your previous question a little bit, Like I did have kids, especially during like the newborn days, it really is like hard to wake up before a newborn and I don't necessarily suggest it. Like (laughs) sometimes you just got to get your sleep in when you can and then, you know, get your Bible reading in, your journaling, your praying in later. But then also it's not just limited to that time of the day. I feel like when I'm with my kids or going on a walk with my kids or anywhere else, just like Mm -hmm. inviting God into it, praying in those moments um, and just acknowledging him as well are ways that I feel like he comes in and then just can fill me up and encourage me.
0: Oh, I love that so much because that's so true. We are walking with God and mm-hmm. it's not like we're only with God whenever we're sitting down at a certain point in the day, opening up his word, like we're with him all day long. With how When would you say that that kind of shifted for you, where you realize that like, wait, like, I'm walking with the Lord all throughout my day. I'm talking with him all throughout the day, whether I'm sitting with him in his word or I'm rocking my baby to sleep or we're on a walk <laughs> like, or yeah. I'm cooking supper. Like, It's all throughout my day, all throughout my life that it's a relationship with the Lord. Was there like a certain point or something that helped you grasp that that was the reality? Yeah,
1: yeah. I really think it was um, last year after we had... that last year, I guess now two years ago, after we had the year we had Ella 2021, we just had a ton of like stressors, um, come up in our life. Not to say Ella was a stressor, but kind of, you know, just adding in another family member who has needs. Um, we had her and then just, We were building our house, still building our house, and multiple other things um, happening behind the scenes, but I ended up going to counseling um, just to get some encouragement during this time and Mm help me to navigate it, and I feel like it was with my counselor. She just really, um, I feel like, taught me how to hear God's voice, unlike how I had known Mm -hmm. before. I feel like I had had nudges from God before, totally, but I feel like she um, just helped me learn, like, even how to pray, like how to pray and like things to ask him that to me just seems so maybe minute or, um, I think in my life too, i had some like what I felt were unanswered prayers that kind of left me wondering why, why, you know, really why pray? Like I know as a Christian I'm supposed to, but I feel like sometimes when you have big unanswered, what you feel are unanswered prayers are not answered how you, you know, would like for them to be, it can leave Mm -hmm. you kind of asking like, well, why even pray, you know? And I feel like God just really, um, showed me ways that even he, if he's not answering it, how I think he should, he's constantly, um, caring for me and Mm -hmm. loving me. And I feel like I just saw that during that time of my life when I was just in a really difficult place and feeling really stretched. I just saw him come in and answer prayers in ways I never would have thought he would have. And seeing those prayers answered just gave me more and more reason to trust him and realize, like, you you really love me. You really care for me. Um, yeah. And feeling, I just feel like feeling loved and cared for by your creator, it just... It makes you feel a way that nothing else can and just yeah. gives you this hope and confidence and joy um, and realizing like the more interactions like I have with God, the more I'm experiencing that just like hope and joy and confidence and peace. Um, so really a lot of it was like last in the last two
0: years. Wow. And I think that is so interesting how like this isn't in every case, but I, I can look back on, like, certain difficult parts of my life and see how I grew so much in my walk mm-hmm. with the Lord through it. Like, I remember whenever me and my family, we moved from Alabama to Arkansas. It makes me think of that song, the Alabama, Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally where we moved to and from. Yeah. And. I was in the middle of high school and it was such a difficult transition for me just leaving friends stepping into a new community not knowing anyone and i felt so lonely but there was such a shift of growing deeper in my relationship with the lord because i could have let the loneliness and the fear and potentially bitterness take root of not being where i would have thought i had been and and that would have changed the trajectory of how i would see that season but I chose to trust in the Lord and I chose to look to him and I chose to trust that he really did love me and that he had a plan for us being there. And I like, I be- of course, change is always difficult, but like I ha- had a deepened love for change. I had a deepened mm, yeah. love for being brought out of my comfort zone because yeah. I knew that there was purpose in it. And so mm-hmm. it's just really sweet. And I think, I really hope that, like if there's somebody listening here who's like going through a difficult time that they're encouraged to trust in the God who is mm-hmm. the source of hope because he really does give joy and peace and you'll look back yeah. on like what you're saying like the one of the hardest seasons but you're like I learned even more about how much my God cares for me and about yeah. how much my God loves me which is so like him to bring his yeah. glory through such difficult times so thank you for sharing that because I think that's really real and really encouraging and I'll also I feel like this is kind of tied to something that I heard you say this I think you posted about it like a couple years ago but it has been something you know those things that you just have stick with you and you always remember and like I'm not even a mom yet but I like Will remember this and apply this to motherhood whenever I enter that season because I heard you say it. Like, you talked about the power of prayer in raising your kids just in every day. And do you know what I'm talking about? That quote that you heard about prayer with your kids and asking the Lord to help you in what it is that they need in the day?
1: Yeah, yeah, I
0: do remember talking.
1: I don't remember the quote exactly, but just knowing, like, I, that was my counselor, the one I was just talking about. I had asked her for, like, you know, what parenting books would you recommend? And she's like, well, I can give you some books. And she did. But she said, you're going to wonder, you know, moment to moment what to do with them. Like, every situation, sometimes it's different. You're like, oh, I could do, you know, multiple things right here. How should I respond? She said, there is someone who knows what you should do every single time, and it's the Lord, you know, so
0: just ask Him. Yeah. that It's such a simple thing that I was yeah. like, <laughs> I have like clung to that, and Me too. I think that sometimes the most simple things are the most profound. Um, I had a similar moment when I was reading the word recently. I was reading about um, oh, why is I always get Rachel and Rebecca confused? I think it was Rebecca. Yeah, it was Rebecca. Whenever she was pregnant with um, Jacob and Esau. Mm-hmm. And the she has the twins, and they are wrestling within her womb. And she's confused about, like, what's going on inside of her. And literally, like, the verse after she's made aware of them wrestling in her womb, it says that she goes and she asks the Lord about it.
1: Mm-hmm. And the
0: Lord responds yeah. to her and tells her, like, this is why they're wrestling in your womb. And that was all incredible. But what stuck out to me was this simple verse that, so she asked God about it. And mm-hmm. that has changed like i read that about five months ago and i would honestly say like the last five months my relationship with the lord has grown so much so i can just testify to what you're saying of like just driving in your car cooking a meal like i feel like sometimes we make it a little bit more complicated than it really is like you really can just ask him and talk with him about everyday things in your Mm -hmm. everyday life (laughs) and yeah. I, think oh, just
1: so I love it's cool. so I'm gonna remember that verse now I yeah. love that
0: so much it's one of my favorites now <laughs> yeah
1: awesome.
0: it's so good and I think it's really cool I feel like there's this theme which leads to my next question but I feel like there's this theme like throughout this conversation regarding just being a wife and being a mom and just walking with the Lord and prioritizing solitude with Him um, the difference between depending on yourself and depending on the Lord and I feel like depending on yourself can very easily lead to this striving and perfection type of mentality. Which I, I mean, I'm not a mom, but I can see this easily leading into mom guilt. Um, just because when you are depending on yourself and you are expecting perfection from yourself, you can probably easily feel guilty about a lot of things because we're imperfect people, no matter how hard we try. And so. I I just think it's really cool because you've been talking about, like, the importance of depending on the Lord, and I could easily see that stripping away, that mom guilt burden. Um, But I would love to just ask you, have you experienced that mom guilt, and what encouragement would you have to the mom listening who's feeling that way?
1: I feel like I was thinking about that because that was a question you had sent earlier, and I do feel like I've experienced that, but maybe in... um kind of a different capacity i feel like in the way that you're asking i feel like god really has given me the grace of just being like i'm doing the best i can Mm -hmm. and he's gonna fill in the gaps and that's literally all i can do you know and i feel like comparing it from mom to mom everyone is just so different like our situations are so different um like our kids are different, our just, you know, our jobs are different, uh, just so many different factors that it's just not even like fair to compare yourself to anyone else. Cause it's just, everything's That's so, so different behind it. You know, you just have to do the best with what you've got. Um, there's some verse, um, and that, that was one of, this is one of those things that I've remembered and just really hung on to. Um, Lisa Turkhurst wrote about it on, on something, but, um, it was a verse and put in different words. that said like, we just have to do the best, with what we've been given from the Lord, mm. you know, and that's, that's just yeah. all we can do. But I feel like I've had some, um, guilt in the sense of, I feel like one way that maybe this was one way that kind of the enemy was trying to like target me, uh, nearly two years ago was just really questioning. Um, I want to be home with my kids. I've always said that I've always said I wanted to be home, but I was really questioning, like, is that enough? like, should mm-hmm. I be doing more than that? Um, cause like I do have a sphere of influence and I was just kind of struggling with, you know, should I be doing more? Um, cause I, I don't always feel like either that, you know, being home with your kids is a very celebrated thing yeah. in our culture and in our world. It's a lot of yeah. the times people say, you know, this unsaid or unsaid thing of, you know, a woman's talents or gifts or whatever, she could be out doing something. Why would she be home with her kids? Um, and I feel like I struggled with that for a little a little while of wondering, like, is this enough? Is this worthy enough calling of being home with my kids? And I feel like mm-hmm. that was one thing that the Lord has just come in and erased any, like, shadow of a doubt of, wow. yes, be home with your kids. It is, like, I feel like it's the worthiest thing um, I could be doing with my time right now. And I love mm-hmm. it. And I still, I still am on Instagram a bit doing things on there. But, like truly a goal of mine on Instagram is to convey it's awesome if you can like and I'm I'm very grateful to be able to be home with my kids as well yeah I know that not everyone has that chance but I do feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing this is what I'm called to and it's more than enough to love my kids and that's one thing that like I've hoped to kind of convey on Instagram is being a mom is awesome and it is such a noble calling, worthy calling of just these children are just little souls and we just have the opportunity to just help them and
0: lead them to the Lord and I don't know, I just really thankful for the opportunity to do it. That's incredible Mary-Kate and you portray that so beautifully like everything you're hoping to communicate you are and I. it made me, whenever you were talking about that and talking about Influencing It made me think of something that one of my pastors once said. He was talking directly to parents and he said, parents, you are some of the chief influencers in your children's life. And I thought that was just so encouraging because it can sometimes seem like folding the laundry and cleaning down like the trays after after meals have been had and picking up toys and just going about the the beautiful but sometimes can feel mundane everyday things it can sometimes feel like okay how much like weight does this actually hold and just to be encouraged in the fact that no this is of great importance this is like this is very influential this is like honoring the lord with what he's entrusted to me doing the best with what he's given to me like god has given you your kids and so I just love that you said that. And speaking of like being a chief influencer like just impacting your children in a way that's just full of purpose. I I loved this question. I was talking with my mom about this conversation with you because I was so excited to have this conversation. And she brought up a question that I was like, "Oh, I got to ask her that" because I was like, that's just I feel like that just puts you in a really cool headspace. Um but if you could say like what you want your kids and your grandkids to know you for or remember you by like at the end of the day what do you want them to remember you for what do you want have your influence to have left a mark on
1: i think just overall for them to have said that like i love the lord and desired for them to know the lord's love for them Mm -hmm. and i think that i mean that is something that i pray for them every night is that they would know him they'd know him early and they would just walk and talk with him all the days of their lives lives and i just hope that in our day-to-day life that's something that like i'm not missing you know and just always yeah. coming back to so, like that's the ultimate goal like we can do we made play-doh this morning i'm looking at all their toys around me right now that i need to clean up oh. but no he's like, you know we can do all the The fun things, that we can do the Pinterest crafts or they can wear cute clothes or whatever, but nothing matters as much as how I'm portraying the Lord, you know, to them and their lives and them seeing my walk with Him and in our family and how we pray. And um, I just hope that that's the biggest takeaway for them was that That I love the Lord and wanted them to know the Lord's love for them.
0: That's incredible. This is, I feel like this episode is just filled with so much so much wisdom and so much encouragement I'm so grateful I have one more question that I would love to ask you because um, I I think our listeners kind of cover a broad age group but a lot of them are in that like transitioning into college or transitioning out of college and so if you were to go back to your college age self what would what advice would you give to yourself
1: one thing that I feel like John, Luke, and I did, and I actually feel like we did it fairly well, but I wish we could have just done it even more, even more so. Um, But we were we were married in college, and I always have kind of recommended this to married people, but really to anyone. It's just do the things like with your friends, like that Mm -hmm. community that we were with Godly community, and that's for us. We were, you know, we were at liberty, and we just had um, just such an incredible. Group, I just feel like that's such a, like, formative time going into college. Yeah. And, like, those people that you're around are going to shape so much of how you come out of college. And I just look back and I'm super grateful for the influences we had in our life. And I look and I see we're all, you know, I guess, like, four-ish, five-ish years out of college right now, me and my friends. Um, and so much, I just look around. I, there's just so many tough things that friends have gone through. And I'm just grateful that we had each other. And I look yeah. back and I'm so grateful for things that they like encouraged me in and built me built me up in, um, really just in my relationship towards the Lord. But I just know for me and John Luke, we really appreciated our friends in college and just how we um, were encouraged and loved by them and how even that kind of helped push us all out yeah. into the
0: world. I love that because I feel like sometimes in entering college, exiting college, just that whole season, it can sometimes be, again, overcomplicated, um, making friends, and it can sometimes be a tough thing, and so I love that simple encouragement of godly community changes your life, and there's something so powerful about just an invitation, or an ask, or a, hey, how are you doing? Mary-Kate, I am so grateful for you, and I really believe that there's just a lot of encouragement that will be shared with a lot of people through this episode, and I just want to thank you for being on the Have You Heard podcast today.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me, Emma. I really am honored. I know I already said it, but I really am, and I, even I'm leaving really encouraged right now, getting to spend some time with you
0: good well me too and everybody who's listening i love you so much mary kate loves you so much and i hope that your week is just phenomenal i hope you know how loved you are um and just i encourage you talk with the lord throughout your day because he's with you all day long i love you guys bye